Yes, brother, Shay here. We are covering a big one today. One major mistake that most men make with performance anxiety and how you can avoid that mistake. This is one that I hear very often from guys that I speak to and particularly over the last couple of weeks, I've had a lot of conversations and this has seemed to come up quite a lot. So I'm really looking forward to getting into this number one major mistake today. As you know, this recording is just for you as a subscriber to say thank you and to give you something extra over and above the YouTube videos that I do each week. So you're in the right place to get this sorted. Uh, let's jump straight into this. See if you can relate to finding yourself drowning in information, right? Looking for information online of how to fix performance anxiety, what causes erection problems, what leads to it, what are the different things that's going on in our body. There's this desperate search for answers, yet it leads us to the point of feeling even more lost, even more lost. And this is what I call the desperation zone. So today we're going to really get underneath the skin of what is going on. Why does this relentless quest for answers and solutions happen, especially when we're experiencing sexual performance anxiety? And how do we realize when that is actually holding us back? How do we break free from that and get the results that we want without staying stuck in this continuous loop because many of us and I definitely found this from my perspective as well as I was going through this are treading a path that we actually have unknowingly wandered down we don't realize that we're in this constant seeking mode and not actually getting the things sorted that we want sorted because it feels like there's this endless amount of information so let's get into this now in a bit more detail and um, imagine, I want you to imagine this feeling of desperation, this endless search for answers. So what I mean by that is imagining yourself Googling, looking at YouTube video after YouTube video after YouTube video. And then we hear about book recommendations and then we hear about things, uh, physical movements that we can do in our body, exercises, Kegel exercises, then we hear about different types of pills, then we hear about pumps, then we hear about rings, then we hear about what's going on in the mindset. And the mindset on its own is a whole, um, there's so many endless amounts of information online, right? That's what I'm getting at, that we can get into this space of just uncovering and watching endless amounts of videos, reading endless amounts of articles, and it can feel like it fries our brain with this overload of information. And as a result of that, we don't really know where to start. We don't know where to start because, I mean, we've been presented with about a thousand or more different options. So it's this, on one hand, endlessly searching for answers on the other hand never really finding peace and getting this sorted which ultimately is what we want to get to so this con um, concept of the desperation zone really came about I didn't realize it I wasn't aware of it before I wasn't even aware that I was doing it myself and it's really come about over the last year in having many conversations with guys all around the world and seeing this as a pattern 
and it's unmistakable. It is this overwhelming cycle of constantly pursuing and seeking answers, seeking information that sometimes is not even asking questions that sometimes it's not even possible to know the answer to. And I'll give you some examples of these shortly. But this is going on and it's actually serving a purpose, is keeping us in this state of feeling like we're solving it. And it's a false sense of security. As men, and I really do think that part of this is specific to, you know, the masculine energy. As men, we are wired to solve problems, to lock in on a target and to solve a problem. And women are as well, but in different ways. And right now I'm talking about as men. Okay, so we are wired to lock in and solve a problem. Why? Because that gives us a sense of purpose. Once we feel like we can overcome something, once we feel like we can just get to the bottom of what's going on and get it sorted, then we feel like we've achieved. We have a sense of, I've done it, which is ultimately purpose. But is it possible that this exact drive, when it's channeled in the wrong way, can become, it can keep us stuck? Is that possible? And I believe that yes, that is possible. So this endless repetitive loop of seeking resources, explanations and answers without genuine relief keeps us in this comfortability lounge. It keeps us in this comfortability lounge. And stay with me here because I'm going to explain what it means to be in the comfortability lounge. Well, when we're in this constant seeking mode, it actually creates a safe space, right? It creates a safe space to avoid the real challenge of A, admitting to ourselves that we're experiencing an erection problem, right? That's the first thing because that in itself is fucking scary. Nobody, no guy really wants to get to the point of saying, yeah, okay, actually, I do have an erection challenge right now. And uh, it just feels scary to admit that because we're told that that's wrong, it's not normal. So we're told so many things from people, but also from media and porn, especially, right? So it means that when we ask ourselves or when we confront something like that, uh, it can feel like we're shaking at the core of who we are. So that's the first thing. The comfort lounge of constantly seeking information acts as a distraction, a convenient smoke screen for us to avoid the real challenge, stepping into the real challenge. And the second thing is that we are ultimately, for a period of time, in denial. And that can sound like a tough pill to swallow. I'm going to come back to that in a second. First of all, I would like to just share a couple of stories that I have um, witnessed from guys that I've spoken with to help bring this to life, to bring this whole thing that we're talking about to life. So one guy was experiencing uh, challenges to stay hard during sex, particularly when it came to putting a condom on. Okay, particularly when it came to putting a condom on. First, anyway, there would be the what if thoughts or the feeling of the heart pumping, sweating, and um, 
What if I can't stay hard? What if the same thing happens again? But as we were talking, what I realized was that this guy had done so much research on different mindset issues that it could be related to, different things related to the body function. And I realized that most of the explanation as as he was explaining it to himself and trying to explain to me where he was at it was it almost sounded like we were quoting uh words from the book right and this isn't a dig because i have done this myself as well i've absolutely done this myself as well where we learn something new i can't remember the term for this but there's an actual scientific term for it we learn something new and then we talk as if we're uh, almost an expert in that area what i'm saying here it's not about the talking as an expert or not what i'm saying is this keeps us stuck right it keeps us feeling like we have we're getting these answers we're getting this information we're getting to the bottom of it and the reality is we're not because it is the same thing as let's say we wanted to learn how to ride a bike right so we were reading all the books on the best way to ride a bike, how to go the fastest when we ride a bike, how to handle hills, how to handle going uphill, how to handle going downhill, how to be in the best shape so you get the most out of your bike ride, what to eat before you go on a bike ride. These, all this information would exist if we looked online. All of this information would exist. And you can see how, just by looking at it through this different context, we would step into this place of getting totally overwhelmed, not knowing where to start. And the reality is that we all know, we don't know what it's actually like until we get on the bike and we start pedaling, right? We can read as much as we want to, but until we actually face the fact that we have to get on the bike and start doing the work, to figure it out. And yes, of course, some of that information is going to be helpful to us. I'm not discounting the information that we're learning, but I'm saying there comes a point where it is about enough information and actually doing the work and moving forward, right? And that can feel scary. So that's where I'm talking about this comfortability lounge. That's where this information overload can keep us stuck and I'm just want to I just want to go back to that bike example imagine researching all of those papers on the best ways to ride a bike that I just spoke about can you see how that might delay me from actually riding the bike and how it may even make me more fearful of riding the bike because I feel like I've got to get all of these things right another story that I would like to share is one man who realized we realized after some time of working together that actually what was happening here is that he was getting a sense of purpose from seeking the answers not finding the answer to get it sorted not doing the work but the purpose was coming from seeking And going back to what I was saying about as men, we're wired to solve problems because it gives us purpose. But when we get that mixed up, when the seeking for information is the thing that we perceive as purpose, then we can get a bit lost. Because actually the purpose has become about 
seeking information rather than getting the thing sorted. And that's where we've got a bit mixed up, you know. And this is a normal thing to happen, especially when it feels uncomfortable and something that we're potentially in some denial about. And I, this is where I want to come back to that denial factor. So I, I really believe that under underneath all this seeking, underneath all of this scrambling for answers, there is something that we are not acknowledging. And it's a truth that there is a part of us that does not want to accept what's going on. There is a part of us that does not want to accept I'm a man who at this point in time is experiencing erection challenges. I'm a man at this point in time who is not able to, in certain circumstances, give pleasure to my partner in the way I want to. And by the way, this is not saying that that's how we have to accept that that's how it is for life. Absolutely not. I wouldn't be here doing this work if that's how it was. Right? This can be sorted in a very short space of time. We also must acknowledge there is a part of us that if we're constantly still seeking for information and if nothing has really changed, if we haven't really seen the type of results that we wanted for a period of time now, whether that's months or even years, there is a part of us that is denying that this is actually happening and there's the part of us that feels uncomfortable of facing that truth and stepping into it and actually getting on the bike and riding it, doing the work. Denial prevents us from facing the real issues and information overload prevents us from facing the real issues. And ultimately, these two things just impedes our progress. It means that the cycle continues for much longer than it needs to, that this whole thing goes on for longer than it needs to. And I'm with you. I know personally that this is not easy, right? As you will know, if you've heard any of what I've explained about my own journey, it took me years to speak to somebody about this. And I was absolutely in that space of seeking for information and answers. And I was getting them, right? I was getting all of the things that I wanted to read. And oh my God, this is new information. I need to try this. I need to try this. I need to try this. But it was keeping me in that lounge of comfortability. So just to wrap up here and summarize what we've been talking about. First is this information overload and how too much information can actually be paralyzing. I'm going to finish this recording today with a story about gambling. And uh, it was a scientific experiment that was done. And it, it actually really stuck with me. And it's exactly to do with this information overload. So I'm going to finish this recording. Stay here and I'll finish this recording with that story in the next few minutes. So information overload keeps us feeling overwhelmed and it keeps us stuck. So what have we got to do? We must break that cycle. We must break that cycle. And we do that by accepting first to ourselves that, okay, I actually am ready to face this. I accept that this is a challenge in my life right now. I accept that this is going on in my life right now. And I accept that I do not have all of the answers for it. And that this constant seeking for answers is not actually got this sorted for me. So first we must accept. 
that there's something going on that is beyond our current uh, ability to get sorted. And I mean that with love, right? Beyond our current ability, I mean, we all have times in our life where we need to go to somebody for guidance, right? Where we just don't have that answer immediately within us or the tools within us to be able to move forward. So this is a natural thing, okay? It's not admitting defeat. It's not weakness. It is a natural thing to happen. For us to step up in life, we have to get a new set of tools. We have to get a new set of guidance. Second is that, we must step forward and take action and realize that it feels uncomfortable. We must realize that there is a part of us that feels uncomfortable about taking action and getting this sorted. And we're not trying to change that part. We're not trying to make it go away. We're just acknowledging it and saying, yeah, there is a part of me that feels uncomfortable about this. There's a part of me that feels unsafe about this and it feels a bit scary. Okay, so we're not changing that. We're not blocking it. We're not avoiding it. We're acknowledging it. And thirdly, the right kind of action. Okay, taking small steps forward definitely, but in the right place. You will know if there's people that you've spoken with or there's videos that you've watched and it's not doesn't really feel like the right kind of thing, who we speak to around this matters. And whether this is me, of course, I would love to work with you as your guide to get this sorted. Right? And I believe the set of tools I have will do exactly that for you. But whether it is me or whether it is somebody else, I truly believe it's about someone A, who has the track record of results and ideally B, someone who's gone through it themselves so that they really know personally what this is like and how to overcome it and get it sorted. Okay, so just to recap on those three steps, the first, and this is the three steps for really getting this sorted. The first is acceptance, recognizing that, yes, I have a challenge going on in this area right now and I admit that. Number two is about taking action and not staying in this comfortability lounge. Number three is about taking the right type of action with someone who understands this and who has been through it. Coming back to this whole title, the number one major mistake that most men make, I think from being here and listening to this, you've probably guessed what that mistake is now. And it is this constant seeking, it is the constant search for information that keeps us stuck. That is the mistake that many men, including myself, on this journey made and make when it comes to getting this sorted. So it is okay to feel a bit lost about this. It's okay to seek for things, to seek for answers. That's all right. But remember, it only takes us so far. Just like that bicycle example, reading a hundred different books on how to ride a bicycle in different ways, that information is definitely out there. But there comes a point where it can actually hinder us from getting on the bike and riding it. So with that in mind, I'd like to say two things. Number one, if you haven't already joined the Annihilate Anxiety webinar, in the newsletter, you're going to find a link to do that. Join that webinar so that we can actually start doing the work and getting this sorted with the right tools. That's the first one. Second is I promise to finish with a story. And this story really nicely summarizes exactly what we've been talking about today. There was a scientific experiment that was done where there were two groups. 
two groups of gamblers and these were people who specialized in betting on horse racing and for one group they said to them okay here are the horses that are racing today you can ask any sets of information that you want about the horses you can ask whatever you want and we will answer the questions for you and to the other group they said here are the horses that are racing today it was exactly the same horses the pictures were the same with both groups everything like that was the same and they said to them you can ask three questions you can have three sets of information about this to help you place your bets so the first group had access to any level of data that they wanted to the second group had access to just three things they had to pick three things that they wanted to know about the horses that felt important to them and what happened well the bets were placed after that information was accessed and the exact percentages i haven't got in my mind right now but the difference was huge the difference in accuracy and winning was huge now what's your gut instinct right it seems like the intuitive thing would be the group that had more information won because they just had more information right they had more knowledge knowledge is power as we hear but what if there comes a point where too much knowledge puts us into overwhelm and it stops us from making clear decisions and moving forward because we have too much to decipher. And that is exactly what happened. The group that were only allowed three sets of information about each horse performed significantly higher. They won a, significantly, uh, a significant amount more of the bets. They guessed correctly a much higher percentage of the time compared to the group that were allowed the endless sets of information. The groups that had the endless set of information performed much worse. They lost more of their money. Their bets were not as accurate and who they predicted to win, it was not as accurate. And it was a statistically significant difference between both groups. So this goes to show us that information, knowledge is power, yes. But what about when that knowledge prevents us from taking action? If you can relate to what we've gone through, I'm with you. I understand this can feel confusing, lonely sometimes and scary. But I want to reassure you that I'm with you all the way to get this sorted. And the best thing to do at times is just to take a deep breath and then to step into taking a small step of action. What's the thing that I need to do right now to actually confront this and start moving forward. And if it's with me, great. I look forward to seeing you at the Annihilate Anxiety webinar. Take care, brother.